I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Imagine you wake up in Jurassic Park and you're a raptor. You have sharp teeth and 7-inch claws, and since you've been extinct for 65 million years, you'd be in a really bad mood. Wow. <laughs> I like, almost sound like Jack Black there. I have to go back and watch that commercial. A little bit. It's not him, though, but it looks like it sounds like him. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Play Retro. This is Play Retro for uh, Wednesday, May 31st, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson, one of the hosts of this fine show. And it must have been really expensive to license John Williams' music in the 90s. Also, it's a Unix system. Is it a Unix system? Mm-hmm. Yes, a Unix system. It is. Son of a bitch, oh. And I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway, and I can't stop collecting these dino eggs and zapping little baby dinosaurs. Wait, are we the bad guys? Nah. Son of a Diplosaurus Rex. My hitbox is too big, and these raptors are too fast. Yeah. They truly spared no expense. Hammond! <laughs> Hammond. Hammond indeed. We, uh, we spared no expense. Nah, we spared no expense. Hey, if this all sounds like Jurassic Park stuff, good good news. We we're doing Jurassic Park, the 16-bit era. Uh, more than that, 8-bit also. A few other bits. But listen, it all happened in like 93 and 94. Yeah. That was it. Like, we were onslaughted. <laughs> if you had any type of uh, electronic device that was capable of running games, you probably had a Jurassic Park of some sort. I don't remember it being this proliferated. It's weird. Mm-mm. Those two years Me either. are, I mean, that was a long time ago, but it still, it just feels like, really? What? Whoa. Like, if it wasn't enough, we had OJ flying down the freeway in his white Bronco. <laughs> we had a million <laughs> Jurassic Park games that all yeah, came out yeah. in that era. So anyway. 30, 30 years ago. Can you believe 30 years have passed since we watched the Jurassic Park? Well, guess what? Too bad it is. It happened. Yeah. I don't like it. No, sir. I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird that in 2014, that was only 20 years prior and 20 years yeah. doesn't feel that long ago. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But 30 shit. Shit. I dare shit. somebody to come out and say, that's not retro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, we're looking well, at that- 30 freaking years. If, if 20 yeah, years yeah. is the normal standard, this is a problem. People think, oh, I, uh, 20 years ago, or they think 30, 40 years ago, that must've been. You know, Super Mario or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But then they really think about it like, oh, man, we're like into the GameCube already with the 30 years ago or the 20 years You can just forget about the year thing and just just think back and go, oh, how did I play this? Well, 
the most popular method in 1993 would have been to go down to your local video store, not even Blockbuster. You hadn't even gotten a Blockbuster in your no, town yet. Or maybe yet. you had, but a lot of people hadn't. Mm. You had to run down to your local mom and pop shop and fight the other kids for a chance to get one of the new releases that you could play over the weekend. Yeah. 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 Now you're old. You think it sucks that Walmart came and took all these mom and pop stores? Just imagine how irritating it was when Blockbuster right. did it to mom and pop video stores. I was mad. This is how I feel about this is how I feel about Walmart. I'm not mad at Walmart. We made Walmart. You know how we made Walmart? By going, By going to I Walmart. Accept, yeah. I accept uh, this lower-priced item for lower uh, service. Yeah. And so it always cracks me up whenever uh, Audra works at a, a, a upper, kind of an upper-scale retail store. Yeah. And they'll come in there. Uh, people will come in there, and they'll have um, certain expectations. And I'm like, the expectations they have are the expectations we had when we were around in the 1980s, yeah. when there wasn't a bunch of Walmarts and everything cost more. Yeah. So we traded our souls, and now we have Walmart. Yeah. Sweet. Now you know what's even better? We have Amazon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, even, even less Even better. Yeah. And then the, a little Target in between, you know. <laughs> they want us need. just to walk out. They don't want us to just walk out of stores with shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They want us to just walk out and feel okay about it without yeah, taking yeah, our wallet yeah. out. Well, we're going to talk more about Jurassic Park. Don't worry. Uh, the games that happen, there's some good ones in there, turns out. Oh, yeah. Uh, some garbage, and too. some bad ones. Yeah, there's some bad ones. We'll get to all around that, uh, or all to that in a minute. But uh, I'll tell you what my life has been all about in the last week. And really, it's Brian Dunaway's fault. Um, and oh, I spread yeah, your disease totally. on core. I think we've sold somewhere in the range of 45 to 50 of these. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not actually kidding. worried. I had worried after you told me that because I was like, oh, shoot, I better go order another one because they're going to be out of stock. They're going to be out of stock. Some people got warned. It says we're having we're having um, they got a message saying we're having unusual activity on this item. Right. So please order quickly before they go like their people were getting that message because we went and sold these mother efforts out of the Ambernick. What's the model? again? I always forget. This is the RG 35 XX. The RG 35 XX device is a Game Boy uh, style format. So if you remember the Game Boy, it is it is that style format. And both of us got the the retro uh, the retro uh, kind of beige color. By the way, I ordered beige 500. Uh, filament printer for for my uh, filament for my printer yeah. um, because it's supposed to be the same color as the Amiga 500 and it's supposed to be very similar to this color. I'm going to print some stuff. I hope yeah. that will oh that will match it up. Sure, or either that you yeah. got to go contrast it hard and do you know whatever the complementary. Yeah, and that's what I did with is. the stand thing. Is is yeah. it contrast? It is uh, looks like the buttons. I went with the oh that's buttons. cool. The the handle I have. Oh, you know what I want? I want those. I want those red. Uh, I want those maroon yeah. button colored for my handle. That maroon. Motor Maroon. But anyway, uh, I've been playing it like crazy, and I absolutely love this form factor. Um, Also, Mm -hmm. the good news is Garlic OS getting on here real soon, so I'll have all that. Brian's already done that, of course, and um, is already running that. Uh, I love this. I love this thing. And and when I got on Core, I told everybody about it on Core. John got one. Bo got one. (laughs) The entire freaking stream got got one. Everybody on that show got one. A bunch of people from this show got one. Amber Nick, if you're listening, you owe us big time. At right, the very right. least, you send us some free shit. That's all we're asking yeah. for. We want some stickers and some shirts. We we won't sell ourselves out. No, but we do. T- we do take thank yous. We take thank yous. Absolutely, <laughs> we'll take product. And here's the thing: I didn't right. think about it. I didn't. You didn't think about it. Nobody did an affiliate link on Amazon, so that we could we could have profited yeah, yeah. off the backs of this interest. 
Uh, so we're just lowly podcasters doing our job. And if you want, you know, you want to throw us a little love our way, Amber Nick, we wouldn't turn you down. You got some other cool yeah. stuff I wouldn't mind. We love it. Well, I, well, you know, this is like my third or fourth uh, Amber Nick device. I, I, I like the quality of their product. The MiU Mini uh, was more popular in, in most of the circles I was looking at. The handheld market has exploded. Like this, this sub $100 retro handheld market has mm-hmm. exploded yep. between that and up to about $200. Is this crazy? Do you know the, what's made it good though? Is that they're here. good devices. They're not crap. Yeah. They're solid. Pro- they'll play. Yeah. Uh, the ones the ones under hundred dollars will typically play the eight sixteen bit era games and including all the way up to PlayStation One. Lots of times, uh, they they're you know they're 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 getting all these parts from old phones and that kind of stuff and and uh, you know using the processors from that. So they're using what's out there, and this is a great use of of that. And man. I wasn't sure because I was going to I looked at the MiU Mini right and it has the MiU Mini Plus, which right. is the same size as this one, basically. Right. It has Wi-Fi. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I need the Wi-Fi. And I was like, but it doesn't have HDMI out. And that ended up being, in my use case, more important. Same. I was like, I might want to stream with this or if I want to play two player, yeah. I can hook this up to player. And we can play on the TV, right? I, I don't know. Not, I don't know what the value of the Wi-Fi actually is, other than leaderboard yeah. stuff. And if you want to do multiplayer retro art stuff, I get that. But Net NetPlay is is very finicky. Which is retro, this is all runs retro art. NetPlay is very finicky. I've never had a lot of luck with it. Uh, one big advantage will be able to automatically update your uh, ROM sets and stuff if you wanted to do that. But is that really worth losing out on the HDMI output so we can play like a couch co-op? I am much more likely to play eight 16 bit era games on a couch co-op than I am through net play with somebody. This is not as much, not as likely. So that's, that's why that was for my use case. That's what I wanted and not saying that the other one's not great. Cause I'm getting that one too, by the way. Yeah. It's you're ordered. You're It'll doing, be here tomorrow. you're doing everything. Um, yeah. and they, sh- they should, they should buy them. They should give you versions of these. They things. should give you, I know that's, I thought about that, but I do like the fact that we buy our own stuff that away. When we talk about this stuff, we can get the you know the the real deal. If yeah, they give the it to us, we still can whatever. say we still can say our words. Yeah, but, you give know, us. You know what I want? You know what I actually suspect. want? I want like a handful of them. We can give away on the show. That's what I want. Yeah, that'd be good. Now that would be good. Prizes. That would benefit everybody. That's right. Prizes. You hear me, people? Yeah. Freaking mother effing prizes. Yeah, and Joey Image in the chat room, who's also a big retro uh, gamer and he's a handle, nerd. he's got the he's got the rock ally on the way, and I've been really trying hard not to look at it and order one myself. I don't want the rock ally because I hear the battery life is garbage. Garbage. Well, garbage. It's all. I guess it's just all. Uh, you know. I I think yeah, I think the the didn't the Steam Deck start out with some uh, battery uh, issues, but Not they updated some of. firmware stuff. Not that, that I know that, of. I know the the yeah. battery life for my Steam Deck has been exactly what I wanted, hoped, and was right. promised. Super long for indies and pixel games and retro. For I get like ten hours out of that thing or something. It's yeah, crazy. It's crazy. And then crazy. if I'm playing something hardcore like uh, I don't know uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, that thing. Choose through my battery, but I expect it yeah. to, right? It's a big, mm-hmm. full-blown next-gen hoo-ha going on. So, the and I love, look, I have, I feel like I've got the best of both worlds right now. My Steam yeah. Deck is my favorite thing on the planet. <laughs> I love that thing. <laughs> Re- truly, I think Steam Deck is my it, favorite device I've bought in years. 
maybe a decade. It absolutely is. And it then, is so much more than a retro gaming device. It just happens to also. No, it's be just retro. very good at that, right? But yeah, then, yeah. you where did I put it? Wherever I oh, this little, so small. This little guy already, yeah. even without my garlic upgrade, yeah, is perfect for just like I want to pull this up and play some Mario Kart from the Game Boy Color. Yo, yep. beep 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 That's beep it. boop. I keep that. I keep this thing right by my bed every night. Yep. I just I, I pick it up and I play I play a few little retro games because you don't have to get too deep because you know most of these eight and sixteen bit games, you know they were designed to be between two to ten hours. So you could complete a game if you wanted to just laying in the bed yeah. or you could just play enough to you know just to get your fill just to get your fill sure just get your fill in. It's no, gonna, like like I said last week, if you've ever tried to go to sleep with your Steam Deck <laughs> and you and you're a back sleeper like I am, I'm a back sleeper. I've I've nearly dropped that thing in my face a couple of times. Uh, my problem is. I sit up in a bad position when I play on the, in the bed with it. Right. And it hurts my forearms after a while. Yeah. Because yeah. the steam deck need to do some, weighs need as to do much as a dog. Lifts. Yeah. It's like a, it's like having a puppy in the bed with you. It's a nightmare, but I love that thing. So we're getting best of the both worlds, everybody. Uh, that's what we're yeah. doing around and, here. And only $55 if you directly order from Amber Nick. And that's kind of a, you're not going to get shipped to you probably for less than 15. So it's mm. about the same price if you order it on, uh, if you order on Amazon. If you're super cheap and you want to save just a couple of dollars, you AliExpress, you could order it uh, from from there uh, and it'll be a few dollars cheaper, but not by much. And you're probably going to wait a little longer. Ordering direct from Anbernick is a really great way to support them directly. Uh, and they have uh, warehouses uh, in the U.S., and they're usually like maybe a day or so lagging behind how long it takes for Amazon. But, yeah. of course, Amazon, you can just ship stuff back, too, though. It's like, ah, yeah, crap. That's true. Amazon yeah. has its own advantages and disadvantages. Perks. Yeah. Right. It's a, way look, it's a good way of looking at it. Uh, but we wish you all luck on all of that front, and if uh, you know you got your own stories to, sh- to share about your your latest and greatest little devices to play your retro games on let us know you can send us emails at uh, playretroshow at gmail.com or you can text us at 801-471-0462 let's get to this shall we play a game let's play a little uh, jurassic park and let's start with the nes uh, you hear that <laughs> Yep, that's an NES, all right. You know what you're going to notice here. This doesn't sound like John Williams' theme at all. Mm-mm. That's pretty good music. But, it, but that ain't it. And uh, that's what's funny. One of the things I noticed about every single case was that none of these games, with the exception of that 3DO thing, we'll talk about that later, they all didn't use the John Williams theme in any way. Like, even a crappy 8-bit version of the theme, it just didn't happen. And I don't know what that means. I- you know, I had a theory. I wanted to go back and watch. Okay, there's a couple of things this week. We played we played a butt ton of the original Jurassic Park things, and what one of the things that made me want to do was go read the book again because I haven't read it in forever. Because a lot of these uh, games reference not only the movie but also the books. A lot yeah. of fans out there. Yeah. Um, and also, I wanted to find out what did happen to the music because Spielberg was pushing uh, all these licensees that had you know acquired the license. In this case, it's Ocean uh, for the NES. They uh, he really pushed them to 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 make something that was innovative. He wanted games that were innovative and did different things. And we did get a few that did that, and some of them fell terribly. But I'm curious if the John Williams score stuff 
maybe came later because you know the the lifespan the time to build a game can sometimes exceed the time that it would do with make the film right especially in this era with the small teams and so i was curious did they just not have the stuff did i'm not sure where john williams popped in if he's closer if he does his work closer to the end after all the principal photography and stuff or if he does, he does i think he's there for part sure. of the process but you're right and, and it's it's a much closer to post-production process for music for any movie really but right he um that that theme though is so iconic to me it's like this uh if you had star wars without imagine star wars without the john williams theme just some crappy synthy thing from the 70s mm-hmm. instead and then imagine those sound effect. The sound effect worked in in those movies were more like the era, and not groundbreaking like they were. Like the sound work in those games or in those movies are incredible, oh, yeah. right? So imagine so ripping those out and saying, "Okay, now make it." Like that's crazy to me. There is, <laughs> and in my mind, Jurassic Park is half the movie. It's a great movie based on oh, a great yeah. book, but it's half the movie without that music. It's so oh, dude, important. take out take out uh, take out the John Williams score from Star Wars and you ain't got nothing. Yeah. I mean, it takes it takes every piece of of that uh, that taco salad to make it delicious. Otherwise, Ooh, taco it's salad sounds great right yeah. now. Yes, I don't know why Damn, I dude, taco why'd salad, you bring that up? Good. You bastard. <laughs> anyway, this uh, particular game is a top down shooter. You collect and destroy or or destroy all the dino eggs while avoiding uh, or zapping respawning dinos and progress uh, through the game as you collect key cards that open up areas for more egg collecting and dino zapping. It really is kind of a that's the loop. That's what you're it's doing. A little, yeah, it's a little it's a little grindy because you'll find um, the, it kind of feels like the world. First, you think, oh, this is open world. And then you discover, no, it's just a series of buildings and doors that I've got to get through to progress mm-hmm. to the next level. So you may find a key card in one building that'll open up a door in another building. So some backtracking, obviously things that were here are to kind of elongate the gameplay out to almost two hours. Yep. Um, because, you know, if, if once you figure out where everything is at, you can move, you can move, you can probably do this thing, in, probably do it in 30, 40 minutes. If you were to speed run this thing, you'd probably really just nail it. And also, once you played it once, I don't know how many times you'd want to revisit it. It's, mm. you know, because once you start memorizing the location of the eggs, which is the primary thing you're doing, so you can make sure you clear the whole area so you can get the final card so you can move on to the next step. And once you learn that the trees are just, dino- some of the trees are dinosaur generators because mm-hmm. you'll walk past them. And a dinosaur will pop out of there. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And once you learn what boxes, because it's got boxes that you can run up to and pick up, it's got question marks on it. Some of them are help uh, or health upgrades. Some of them are uh, ammo and some of them are just explosives. But once again, once you learn them, you don't go because it's always the same. Right. It's, it's just, yeah, there's nothing very, uh, there's nothing like procedurally, there's nothing that's procedurally generated. No, from, from it's the, all handcrafted. It's all pre-crafted. Yeah. It would have been, it's, all it's the kind of game though, that had it, had it had some procedural generation, which again, really didn't exist in the NES era, but had right. it had that, you would have seen the lifespan of this game would have been, you know, bigger. It would have been yeah, definitely better. because that's the whole question. It's like most of this game is going, well, what's this do? Yeah. And then if, yeah. And is, is it going to do this and that? And I had a good time with it. I that's actually fun. played yeah. this. I played almost all the way through on this one. And you're showing right now, uh, they, the the developers, <laughs> the river, uh, the, yeah. yeah, the river parts. Yeah. Uh, the developers did get access. They they you know to a lot of the material for the movie, um, and so they knew locations that they could use. And this one's actually a pretty fun little area where you're going down the river or up the river, 
uh, and you're avoiding uh, dinosaurs who are floating. Then you got the, was it the Dilophosaurus is aware of the are the ones that spit? Brach, the brachy, spitter dinosaurs. Oh, the spitters. Yeah. The brach, Brachiosaurus yeah. is the one in the water, the big one. But Bra- the, yeah. The Brachiosaurus know. is the one. He looks kind of cute unless you bump into him. Yeah. Then there's and damage. No there's damage to be had. And, and if it's an NES game, that means your guy will blink. That's the deal. Yeah. And by the way, way another thing too, just real quick on this NES version, if we do end up talking about the Game Boy version, I don't know if we'll, yeah, we will talk, we'll talk about that. Game Boy version is pretty much the same, but the user interface is so much better. I had to practically refer to the manual to understand what all the user interface stuff means. Like obviously on the left-hand side is a health bar. Underneath that is a number. You you discover that's lies pretty quickly, but then you got weapons you pick up. Every weapon is not shown uh, like when you pick up the weapon, it's right. not shown in your inventory like it's the thing that you picked up. It's it shows it as a colored dot. Yeah. And so you have to learn that the yellow colored dot, it, you know, it takes three hits for certain dinosaurs. And it's just like little pebbles, right? It's more like a, a tennis ball shooter. Right. That is exactly and, right. I love the little shadow it makes when you fire yeah. it. It's a fun yeah. look, but um, <laughs> T-Rex can only move v- vertically. Or can only let move. me tell you about this. Let me tell you about the things I hate the most about this game. What? And it makes sense. Uh, the pretty pretty much after you get through with certain areas, everything else escort is escort missions. You're always trying to save the kids, right? And you've yep. got to, you've got to pull them along with you and they're always trying to die and you're always trying to save them. <laughs> And that darn T-Rex, man, all the dinosaurs, because you can't move nearly as fast as them. If you go in uh, straight lines, you know, up, down, side to side, you move slower than almost all the dinosaurs. If you run in a diagonal, like in Aliens in different games from the NES era, you run twice as fast. And that's how you really zip around stuff. But that can that can be difficult. Yeah, it can get old, too. I, I found yeah. I found some, like you said, it's a little bit grindy, this game. But I think it's got good fundamentals. The actual shooting's fun and, you know, exploring is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, they decided to do something very different in the SNES game, which isn't, you know, in some ways very much like this and in some ways very different. We'll talk about that in a second, but I wanted to give you the the speed run record currently for the NES version of Jurassic Park, this game. The current record set 10 months ago, 26 Two minutes, minutes <laughs> 26 seconds. Yeah. And this is with no, this is a yeah. no glitch run. This is just a straight run. Yeah. 26 minutes, 26 seconds by somebody named Loshara. Uh, what company? country are they in i have a feeling oh, the ukrainian that's, that's cool ukrainian did it 10 months ago that's a hard I have time a to feeling that's it. probably about as fast as a, a no glitch run is probably going to be because there, there's a certain things that you have to do and there's a certain the, the character only moves so fast i just don't know how you could cut shave much time off yeah. of that all you got was uh let's see 20 second uh second place 20 second difference Third place, another 10-second difference between for that. And then the closest we got here in America, four months ago, an American named Beta Complex yeah. Complainer, or Beta Com, Beta Complainer, Beta, Betax Complainer, I think is how you say it. Betax Complainer. He's, number, now, he's fourth. Four months ago, he made an attempt, 40, uh, 28 minutes, 45 seconds. Not bad. Yeah. Look, this is a, if you're a speedrunner, this is a good game to do because it is it's a learned game and once you've learned it you know everything about it you just get a walk pattern the dinosaurs will always appear when you step on you know certain pixels when you get when you get to a certain distance away from a dinosaur there's no surprises they all respond stupidly uh (laughs) just like you would expect so this is if you if you're a speed runner and you're looking for something that's kind of different this may be the speed run for you yeah might be 
Uh, yeah, I, I, I love the I love the opening opening dinosaur. By the way, all these games have great openings, and this one is just the weirdest. It's got this big fat headed Tyrannosaurus Rex, and you're like, you had to click the start button inside his mouth, and it's just. <laughs> I really liked it. <laughs> it's weird. Oh, he, he's doing the jumps. You, you, yeah. you eventually learn that doing the jumps is, is helps you a lot, uh, especially when For you're speed. around the small yeah. dinosaurs, wherever those things are called, they gang up on you. Yeah. The little um, ones, the ones from yeah, two, ones. the second movie were prominently shown killing, uh, yeah. killing that dude from Fargo. I can't think of his name. Yeah. Peter that was Stormara. awesome. Yeah. But yeah, that's what you, you got to, if you do some little jumping and stuff, you can get around those guys a lot of times. I don't think a lot really of these games, a lot of these speed runs, like they learn that if you hop, bunny hop you go faster by yeah. like some tiny microsecond or whatever right exactly exactly uh, so there you go that is the nes version of the game the, ga- the super nes the game oh, boy ahead. version is a little chunkier the screen yeah. is smaller the sprites are larger uh but the ui interface is a huge upgrade i don't Just know who better. did the ui interface uh to the to the game boy one but uh, when you when you have a weapon it shows the weapon you have it's not just some kind of circle uh everything makes a lot more sense, but it's the exact same maps. That's the only game I didn't look stuff. at physically. Well, that and the 3DO game, I only could go off videos, but I didn't right. see the Game Boy game. You're making me want to try it. I tried it. It was good. It yeah. was good. But like the only part was kind of rough, though. It is bigger sprites. So if you in some of these uh, areas, like like when you're doing the uh, when you're doing the avoid uh, the the stampede, yeah, uh, your your character does not move. There's not enough. <laughs> there's not enough area to move diagonally. Right to get out of the way fast enough. So you're having to depend on the, you know, the, the rights and lefts and ups and downs and you get hit a lot. Usually the person with you gets hit because they're also lacking. Everything's a little bit slower. And so it's, it, it can be kind of frustrating, but it's I fun. get it. It's but the fun. UI is cool. Um, let me ask you real quick. This is totally unrelated. When you save a game in the default setting in the Sambernick. Yeah. Those saves, I assume are not compatible with garlic OS's save system, right? Or oh, they should they? be. All, should, all these saves should be compatible with because it's it's just doing a retro arc save. Oh, is that all? Oh, so this is just yeah, front ending yeah. retro arch anyway. Is the back end? Yeah, this is yes. Yeah, it's just this front ending retro arch. So oh, it should be no problem. The, okay. sa- the save state should work fine. If you have that, you should be able to put that over to your MiU Mini as well. Your MiU Mini Plus. Um, if you've got all your uh, stuff in the right spot, it should okay. be a problem. I didn't know if the default um, Ambernick OS had. Uh, was using retro as so. well. I like. I think it saves to a saved directory, just like the other. Like I said, every, okay. all the emulation is actually managed through the. Because uh, I got real. All I'm saying is I got real far in Super Mario Golf D for the GBA. <laughs> and I don't want to. I, I just kind of. I ain't taking that. none of that back. I want to take that save over. Anyway, right. uh, so there's that. Now let's listen to a little bit of what the Super Nintendo had to do. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Ooh, a voice. Oh, a big upgrade, right? Uh, this one, obviously, as you can hear, a little more fidelity. Some chirping sounds. Jungle. You know, sounds like some real trouble going on there. Looks like something Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson's going to get tired of this hacker shit and go cut his arm off. <laughs> Uh, but the it, game, you're going to die from smoking first. Exactly. You would not be yeah. shocked to look at that and go, oh, it's the same game, is it? But there are some very, very key differences here. Huge. And yeah. I like this game, but I will say, I don't think I like the VR looking helmet going to a yeah, building so, shit. Yeah. When you, so there's, there's two modes in this game. It's, it's the same top down mode like it was in the game we just discussed. But. Um, you don't have to worry about the eggs as much, but more is the biggest difference is when you go inside these buildings, 
it switches to a first person shooter and you're wearing goggles, which kind of uh, shrinks down the screen display a little bit. I suppose they had to do that. This you'll have to contextually remember 1993 doom has not even been released for the SNES. So console first person shooters were not really a thing. You've, mm-hmm. you've played plenty of them on the PC, but not on the consoles because the SNES was just really not capable of rendering uh, the 3d, even Sprite type stuff. So it was, it was rough. Yeah, it didn't. It's the the frame rates like four frames per second. It's really, <laughs> it's not. It's really yeah, bad. it's it's not fast, and it's it's kind of interesting because you go from the overworld stuff super fast. Hmm. You're running from other dinosaurs. Uh, you you got to be careful from electric fences. You got to you know everything is this running fast, fast, fast. And then you go inside the buildings, and you put on these goggles, and everything slows to a crawl. But the dinosaurs become much less aggressive. As a matter of fact, I found these parts to be way easier to play. They had to um, be. Because, they had yeah. to be, right? Otherwise, you're just like, hey, this all slows down to like a slideshow. We're yeah. going to make it just as hard? Like, no, that wouldn't be fair. <laughs> it you wouldn't. Know? Yeah, but I really yeah, like the above ground stuff. I think is actually more fun than the NES version. They're, they're, it's obviously more detailed, animated, sounds better. And the the combat just feels better. I don't know. I like it. Yeah. I just yeah, like hate you going got, in buildings. Couldn't stand that you're, part. You're doing the same thing. This is all kind of follows along with the movie. You got uh, you're you're trying to the power has been cut, uh, and you're trying to get the power back. You're trying to get the power back on so you can uh, kind of corral the the animals back into their pens, right? So sure. Yes, we're doing the same thing here, uh, and it's just got much better graphics, much better sound. There's oh. The one thing I did hate, yeah. this guy didn't do it. Oh, here it is. Yeah, the there stupid it is. cards. There's dude. cards. I hate them. There's these pop-up, op- opaque. They're sim- they're semi-transparent uh, information cards. That's kind of supposed to like give you some tips and stuff. Yeah. The only problem is, once they pop up, they may stay on screen the entire time, even when you're fighting monsters. Yeah, and I'm like it's a nightmare. They're Dude. huge. They 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 are so big and in your face. It's the most annoying freaking quote unquote you can't feature. See nothing. Yeah, it's bad. It's but real bad. Once you once you get the part, uh, once you get to the power parsley restored and stuff, you'll start having uh, radar because the user interface is a little bit better in this one, but it's still kind of it's still kind of cryptic. Uh, they have shapes for the different weapons you have. This we're still doing uh, like in the NES version, whatever the last weapon. Wherever you pick up the the, uh, the last weapon, if it is the most powerful weapon, that's the one that's always equipped. No, no. no weapon switching. Nope. Other than the fact that you got a more powerful weapon coming up, you grab it, yep. and it will switch to that automatically, which yeah. can be so frustrating. I get so mad when you got limited ammo on a more powerful weapon, and you're in an area you know you can't, you won't be able to use it until later, and it's like, oh, I won't get to use that, but I'm going to encounter like a whole bunch of dinos between now and then. I'm going to have to use my good stuff. Yeah, you need a way to switch weapons so you can you know be more strategic with that that, yeah that's a standard in almost every game since but um in this one they decided not to it's weird one thing i didn't put i did we didn't do the video um but we lumped these all together the jurassic park 1993 super uh super nintendo the pc and amiga um because they all have the same basic pattern of gameplay whereas an overworld thing and then you go into the buildings it's a first-person shooter game, and the story kind of pretty much stays the same as well. But PC and Amiga's uh, stuff 
visually is way better. I might would say the the Super Nintendo uh, audio is better, but oh my gosh, the first person shooter stuff in on the PC and the Amiga, you're playing it now, is yeah, so uh, is much better. So, so much better. Yep. It's like here, like you would expect. Here's one of them. Let's see if I can get them to go inside the building here. Um, that's a TV. That's different. That's not go inside the building, fool. Well, uh, he's on the he's on the intercom communication yeah, uh, terminal. I'm having a hard time finding uh, it, which looks one. really good here as well. Yeah, I can't find it. But anyway, this guy uh, don't want to go inside. Look at that. You're right, though. He's a different dude, though. He's like not the he's oh, yeah, not a park yeah. working dude. He's like a, I don't know if he's supposed to be Doctor Grant or whatever, but he he just he looks like, is listed as Doctor Grant. However, we know that Doctor <laughs> Grant wears his hat, right? Right. right. This is not but a very good Doctor Grant. One. This is just some dude in a pair of pants. Going, yeah. Hey, look and at remember, me. you got to remember, every game we've talked about so far was developed by Ocean. All these games they were developing and working to make all these. So there was all kinds of different teams working on all this crap at the yep. same time. Ocean crazy. of America, if I remember right. Hold on a second. Right. We may have had an office here in Salt Lake. There was a there was a time where Salt Lake City was like the home of Acclaim, um, Iguana Entertainment. All these like 16-bit era companies were all working out of here. Right. And uh, there's still some big ones here, but they're, a lot of those guys are gone. And I cannot find it. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. But Ocean, I remember seeing Ocean's logo all the effing time. Oh, Ocean was, was a monster for, yeah. a, for a minute. For a hot um, second. Because it yeah, didn't for a last, hot second, the six, eight and sixteen bit uh, world ocean was killing it. They didn't move into the thirty two bit era at all. Like no, you no, just didn't really. hear from them. I'm sure there was something, but I just it all petered out. Yeah. It was it like it was out. like watching you know the big stars of this. Not that we were around for this, but the big stars <laughs> of the silent film era, and then right. then you know talkies come along, and all those people just fell off the things. No one, yeah, cared. because yeah, if you did, if you didn't have. If you were a, a gaming company, we're about to talk. We're actually about to lead right into the next game uh, in the discussion we're going to have there. And this that uh, that's a horrible Sega Genesis version, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like this though for uh, for un oh unreasonable okay. reasons. I'm not. I will not ever say yes. This is a good game. Okay, it is fun. <laughs> I don't know how much you played of it, but I played a bunch. Yeah. I will tell you this: it yeah. is fun. For about fifteen minutes, and then yeah. <laughs> you'll hate it. It's like you, an, okay, so it reminded me of an arcade game, right? It's like an arcade What's game. It? I put a quarter in, I played for ten minutes, I got my fill, I got out. That's pretty much. This was Blue Sky Software, yeah. Who I think was also suffering, maybe in the same way Ocean was, under great expectations, mm. a lot of money coming through, a lot of expectations of getting a game out at a certain quality level from all these studios because all the studios, this was the same time. So here we are, we're looking at uh, blue sky software. They are not only developing a Jurassic park, Sega video game, working with, you know, one of the biggest budget films of, of, of that time. Sure. They were also the original team uh, working on the Aladdin game that would eventually get pulled from them with Disney. Yep. There was huge, massive amounts of push for uh, you know the, these these companies to get games developed, and they were they were pumping it and dropping it off on these kind of guys, and they just weren't able to manage it. If you think and we I, have crunch now in the mar- games market, I got news yeah. for you, man. Right. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. 
It's got a high-res 120Hz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. I, this this is just crazy, uh, but the Blue Sky software. I, but I I really think the the reason why this game is held in low regard is because I did play enough of it. Once you play about thirty minutes in, mm. you start hitting all kinds of crazy glitches, yeah. and you realize this game maybe is eighty percent complete. Yeah, it feels maybe like eighty percent. Yeah, it feels a little unfinished. But I'm just gonna say from a stylistic standpoint. Oh, I dude. prefer it over a lot of what we play. <laughs> like dude, I just, it's this, got a lot of Sega weirdness. Freaking logo starts here. Let me show you this video. You have nailed the, it. The logo starts with the dinosaur. Well, here, I'll play it. Yeah. Okay, that's him. Let me play it again. Listen very carefully to what he says. He says Sega, dude. <laughs> it is Sega. This yeah. game, this game is beautiful. We are at 16-bit. One of the things this thing suffers from is the fact that we are now at mature platform gaming. We have tons of experience with platform gaming at this point in time, and they they overcomplicated this thing, man. They way overcomplicated it. But like you said, visually, it's a freaking beast. And one of the reasons why is because... They had uh, they had capture software. They were they were capturing uh, uh, people with motion motion capture stuff. Mm-hmm. They even had uh, animatronics uh, from the movie. They own loan to do capturing for uh, for the dino moves and stuff. I mean, yeah. look at that sixteen bit art. Yeah, that look at the color depth on this thing is for a Genesis gorgeous. game in particular. It's just really nice, you know. It is gorgeous, but the problem was, you know, a lot of times you're doing a creative project. <laughs> you you kind of go yeah. with the and then and, and then you kind of keep going yeah. and building. They didn't have anybody to stop and go and wait. Yeah, no, they did to, the uh, the Jeff Goldblum character would say you. You yeah, thought about how you so could busy make doing this game. It, yeah, you, you didn't. Have, yeah, I didn't ask if you should or should something or like however that, that right? <laughs> however it would work in this case, I don't know. <laughs> right, um, but I, so, I, got, I mean, I didn't have the worst time. I had a good time playing this. Yeah. Um, oh man, if you if you fire this up and play for fifteen minutes, you are going to walk away going, "That was a good game." Well, let's find out. Game. Okay, so real quick here, I, I f- failed to mention that the SNES game, the more top down with the occasional, uh, you know, stupid VR thing, right? Or not VR, but you know, first person. That game's uh, current record for speed run three years ago, set by somebody named Schmerperp or something from Smurple. Smurple. He's, he's from uh, Brazil. He uh, right. beat it in forty. Oh, look at that, Brazil. Forty minutes, four, fifty-four seconds. That entire Let game. Let me tell you something about Brazil and Sega. Go. They love each other. <laughs> really? Okay. I believe you. True story. Uh, True story. Okay. Jurassic Park Genesis. Uh, let's see. Four months ago, this was set. Yeah, uh, Retro Brando from the from America beat the game we're looking at right now. Five yeah. minutes, eight seconds, glitch free. Yeah, and you may tell you why because <laughs> if 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 you were okay, so five minutes. This is a this is a memorization nightmare. But if you can do it, there's you cannot play through this game the first time. And it's going to take you forever because there's just so many. 
each is like each screen has its own physics. Yeah. So you'll be going along and you're thinking, oh, I know how my character works. He works like this. And then they will have all of this stuff where you're just you're like you're like a pixel short from being able to jump to where you need to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's just this constant frustration. And I got stuck. I, I got stuck in a place that I didn't know you could get stuck. Uh, and it was on a ladder uh, uh, through a series of follies. Um, <laughs> somehow or another, I ended up in an area that wasn't even, I couldn't even navigate out of. I had to quit the game. I had, you had to, to get out? Oh, man. I had to quit more look than this, once. Look at this guy hauling ass. He's on, he's he's almost there. He's about to make the yeah, record. He knows, he knows where all the bullshit is. Yeah. I mean, imagine buying a game that you just spent $49 on in 1994 right. and it took you uh, five minutes to beat it. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. So that's crazy. the thing is you're definitely not you're definitely not going to do that. So this guy's doing some things. He's 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 throwing these grenades and stuff. These are some things I learned uh, after a couple of hours gameplay as well. But it is just so infuriating. Like if you if you mess up even one time, you just suddenly is just screwed. It's it's kind of one of those things. You know what? You ever play a game and you need to move a box? You ever slide? You ever do a box slide? Oh it's sure. Like, oh, this yeah, this box has got a slide over here, and then you accidentally land on the wrong side of the box and you accidentally push it the wrong way and then it's against the wall yeah you know Been and there. then you can just you know usually you can pull it away from the wall or you know lead the screen come back sure no, not here not here no. if you if you f that up you yeah, just, you're done yeah you're, you're out screwed. you're screwed you're out and it's so easy to do so yeah i did that more than once as well all right now let's get uh, but, some... but the good thing is but wait have you talked about the best part What's the best part? I missed. I missed. Okay, the best part. so if you bought this game like I would have back in you know 1993, the Genesis uh, game on, right? on yeah. your Sega Genesis or yep. Mega Drive, you're playing a Jurassic Park. You you playing it. You, you know what? You do what you do. You don't read the manual. You pop the game in. There's a big old play button there. You hit play. You jump in. You're playing as Grant. You see a thing it's in the back of your head. You're like, oh, I saw a player back there. Is this a two player game? I I don't see it on the box. This said one player. So do you like take turns or something? Is it something like that? No. If you go to the player section, you can play as the Raptor. So oh, that's right. You can I you can play as Grant, mm. or you can play as the Raptor. And as frustrating as Grant is, the Raptor's twice as hard. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even try it. I forgot that was even a thing. I played the Raptor. He's neat. I like it. There's some jumps he can do that is just you know it's it's amazing. Some of the things he can yeah. do is amazing, but it's still it all comes down. To how slippery the platform for, uh, platforming is, because it seems like mm. it seems like you can never land on the right spot. It's kind of like when I was playing uh, Atari Frogger. Mm. There was like just certain spots you didn't want to get to, and it's just like it felt like I was doing that all the time, just right on the edge. And huh? I just, I did, just couldn't ever get it right. Did you mess and with the Game so Gear, the Game Gear game at all? Did you give that a shot? I did mess with the Game Gear game. It was a, I, in my opinion, a little bit better. <laughs> it's a different game, very different game. Yeah, um, it is way different. Yeah. Uh, this they there was a, we didn't list it, but because it looks very similar, it's probably it's a direct port. Um, there is a Sega Master System and a Game Gear version of this game, and this is actually a pretty charming, fun little game. Um, is you you drive when you first start? Yeah, it's got a little um, shooter uh, reticule thing you use to shoot stuff. Yeah. You, you drive the little, yeah, you get to, you look, you, uh, you drive your little Jeep, right? Your little, <laughs> sorry, little, your little Ford buggy Explorer. looking ass thing. That's so stupid looking. Yeah. You get to drive your little Ford Explorer and, and dinosaurs are coming at you. You can't die here, by the way. I don't yeah. know if you knew that or not. You either, if once you run out, basically what this is doing 
is this is this is true arcade stuff here. You're basically uh, generating more health bars for when you actually get to the location you're going to fight. So it can de- it can definitely help you here if you can uh, fend off the attacks while you're driving. Notice um, this uh, parallax scrolling that the Game Boy was never capable of, by the way. Right. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> it's not bad. It is. Yeah. This this game is amazing for a for a master system or a, a Game Gear, in my opinion. And it's it's a good short fun game and it gives you the jurassic park kind of vibe uh so i i liked it it was it was not painful at all oh. i enjoyed that one now, especially after i played it right after the stupid genesis one which was making me mad what'd you think of the uh, jurassic park sega cd business how'd that land on you i played that longer than i thought i would i saved it for last because i was like eh, i don't do i want to play a point and click it's adventure. a point and click where you had to point and click with a controller d-pad yes and it is a sega cd so this is really a, a multimedia experience right. right um and it is a point and click and it's fine it's got a, it's got a different story video. than all the rest of them it doesn't uh depend on the movie story um it's more like i don't know if it's before <laughs> or after i'm assuming before but you're kind of operating uh just to kind of help things it's more like what was in the book you're yeah. kind of helping along a little bit because there's small problems. The big things haven't happened yet. And uh, so you're doing some exploration. Guess what you're doing again? Mm. Collecting little baby Collecting dino baby eggs. Dino I don't know eggs. why that's a theme throughout all, all of them, but it is. They all, I um, swear there was a meeting and they all said, right. uh, listen, listen up. <laughs> we got to make sure eggs are everywhere. And you got to collect eggs, eggs. It don't, no matter what you do. Yeah. But we got full motion video here, which is not super full motion. It's re- I really, mean, for the era, for Sega yeah. City full motion was a special brand of bullshit, but it yeah. was, is what we had. And yeah. It was affordable, <laughs> um, but it's kind of, it's kind of, it was kind of neat. I, I played this one in bed and it was just, it was more casual. Just, you know, you can, you can turn all the way around most times and you'll get to the edge of a screen. It'll, uh, you can, you know, choose to go forward back. Uh, it's all time-based by the way. You only got like 24 hours to complete all the tasks, I believe. Yeah. And when you travel between places, you'll lose time. Uh, there's things you pick up that you can use with the environment. And that's tipped off by the fact that there's a little orange, uh, uh, green, excuse me. Is it green? I think it's a green red. Green. Is it orange? I can't yeah. remember. It's a green green. I think. Uh, and you'll know that you need to interact with something in your inventory, mm. um, like pliers or something you picked up along the way. Uh, still the same, still kind of same settings and things. You're the visitor center is always huge. in all of these games, you got to be in the, in the visitor center. That's going to happen. By the way, so, our old pal, yeah. um, What's his name here? Retro Brando. Also yeah. the uh, guy who owns the speed run on this one. What? That yep. he, just, he just wants to tear up that Jurassic Park. He's, a, he? J, he's a JP man. Look at this. Okay, yeah. so he did this in... Let's see what's the record here. Uh, oh, I know this guy. I've, I've watched this guy before. So Retro Brando, 17 minutes, 39 yeah. seconds, no glitch run. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I've watched this guy on Twitch before, I believe. Yeah, he's great. Has, yeah. uh, he's got a decent YouTube channel, a bunch of stuff going on. Yeah. Oh, he's got his JP cup out drinking, just taking a little hit before yep. he gets ready to smash it. Yep. He's hauling ass. He's seeing stuff at one minute in that the other video I looked at said 12 minutes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at this pre-rendered business. What a weird, man, the Sega CD, what a weird time. Weird yeah, stuff. I never could. I kind of want to explore more of the titles to kind of see where they were going because it was a weird time. I remember when, you know, Windows was doing the same thing. It was like, everything is going to be let's rethink video games. Mm-hmm. Let's think of them as multimedia experiences. And it was, had some really 
unique titles during that time. Agreed. Now, if you're in the arcade, you're having a pretty good time. <laughs> yeah, this is me. This, uh, this, this is, this is probably the most more JP you. I played. Yeah, I think I played this more than, uh, well, not here recently, but back in the day, this is probably the place right. I spent most of my my coins. And this all and this had the John Williams theme, which will we not be playing today because when we do that, we get in trouble. <laughs> um, but it is uh, it's a fun shootery piece of business, and it's a rail shooter, right? Yeah. But how appropriate. You're in your Ford Explorer, uh, decked out in Jurassic Park colors, um, and they're chasing you. So it's like it recreates that situation where uh, you know everybody is in in the Explorer and they're fleeing from the uh, from the T Rex, but it just keeps on going because you get chased by other dinos. You got to flip it around, and it's a rail shooter. So you got you got your little rail gun there, and you just got to shoot you know shoot all the dinosaurs on the screen it's a little tougher to emulate this is back at the time where everybody hired sega and their am1 am2 boards or whatever they were and they would they were making all the arcade adaptations back then. yeah all of them yeah you just you you shoot the raptors that come out you shoot for the life boxes so you can and you'd usually get a pretty decent amount of uh play for the pay Mm -hmm. um i used to play this at the chuck e cheese whenever i'd take the kids um it was a sit down it was shaped like a like a little mini uh, Ford Explorer, all the paint and everything. And I remember every last bit of this, everything that's happening right now. Yep. Oh my God, it is it is burnt into my brain. Mm-hmm. I loved it so much. You, it's a two player game too. Um, yeah, you can so have you can two guns, right? Yeah, you. you do it yeah. like, uh, and my memory is it was a um, enclosed, like really enclosed. Like it, it wasn't felt a, really enclosed. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't like a, one of those fake out, like uh, afterburner ones where there was no, like, no, very no, enclosed, no. but this was like, no, you're kind of in a mini Jeep. It was weird. Yeah, it was way cool. And it was yeah. so loud and just it's very immersive. And it's, it has that thing we talk about a lot of times, that flow. I mean, the dinosaurs, they just keep coming at a steady rate. Not to the point that you feel overwhelmed, but to the point that you just feel very satisfied that you're, you know, you're actually escaping and making some progress until that happens you're like oh no imagine if <laughs> there's sega, a whole bunch of stuff on screen imagine if sega could have equaled the power of their or their arcade boards of this era oh, at the, in the man, home yeah. and been affordable it would have been a different yeah. a whole different outcome for them i think but seeing this takes me back i'm like i, I can't wait for the cheap pizza to be up yeah, dude. so i can get over there and get me some pizza and, and hell yeah get back over here and play some more jurassic park and you know my kids are like Dude, we want some more tokens. Get your own tokens. Get your own damn tokens, kid. I'm 22. <laughs> I'm thing, having fun. Yeah. I'm Leave. 22. This thing takes two tokens a pop, and I ain't that good. <laughs> right. I finally have some expendable income. I'm putting it in this machine. Leave me alone. Right. Leave me alone. Eat your pizza, fool. Go watch the, go watch the rat sing. Leave me alone. Finally, I want to talk about this weird, weird-ass mother effing weirdo thing from, 3D, yeah. from the 3DO. Now, I have some audio for this, so I'll play this first. Welcome to Jurassic Park Interactive. Jurassic Park, located on an island off the coast of Costa Rica, was conceived and built by John Hammond. Hammond, an extremely wealthy dinosaur fanatic, and his company, InGen Corporation, leased the island of Isla Nublar from the government, and has spent the last five years (laughs) setting up a biological preserve. Okay, you get the idea. He's going to tell you the whole thing. Uh, It's got, it's, this is your old, this is a very multimedia, uh, high fidelity image kind of thing like this thing yeah, actually produced real good. photos I mean, and stuff i love the voice work if you feel like you're at a park right, right. like you're at, a, you're at a kiosk at a park right and there's oh. video clips from the movie like there was one right then let's see if it has audio 
think it does. Hold on. Remember when it was so. Let's see if it does I, this. I don't know. You, you may not remember this uh, or people younger, but do you remember how excited you would be to see um, a stamp size clip of yeah. a movie oh, yeah. that you didn't own? I mean, it's just so small on the screen. I think it was well, like maybe 320 or something. It was like a quarter of the screen. It was exciting. 640. Yeah, it was exciting shit. I loved yeah. it. Oh my gosh, this this everything about this reminds me of 3DO, even though yeah, I, it's terrible. I love it. The 3DO was but, crap, dude. I loved but, mine, but I it was yeah. just a dumb, it was a dumb console. <laughs> it really was. Look how look how good that looks though. Look at the images, the you know, everything that it just looks really good, but it feels they've uh, they've what they've done is they've sacrificed uh, motion for uh, fidelity, right? Because it's like the pictures are one hundred percent sharp, but the the movement stuff is just it's really dang. bad. The graphical yeah. stuff's bad. The video's okay. The yeah. the st- the static images are good. The minute they tried to do something graphical, that console yeah, struggled. It's all, it's assuming it's all sprites rendered, so I'm assuming it's, the, the look only at thing this they're doing horrible. is horrible. Like yeah. this T Rex chasing him. <laughs> what the frick? <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it is so bad. <laughs> I love how the the objects of beer are. It keeps getting big as he gets closer. He looks like he's having some kind of seizure. To be honest with you, he's like he's freaking out behind you. And whoever's trying to drive this thing is having a terrible time. Yeah, they keep stopping. It looks like you only can drive like and, two feet. Yeah, and then you it's, get, it's a garbage crash. This is a bad video game, by the way. Reviewed poorly at the time. Uh, do not recommend, but it is kind of fun to see. Yeah, what was happening there. Um, and there's more. There was a Jurassic Park 2, The Chaos Continues, 1995 SNES and Game Boy game. I never yeah. played this, including this week. I couldn't actually find I, it. I, I didn't get to it. Uh, it's, it is a game sequel. It is not Jurassic Park 2. It is still from the Jurassic Park 1, but they decided they needed more. Same for the Sega Genesis version. Uh, they did a Jurassic Park Rampage edition, by, I guess with the same team as well. Mm. Um, but this one looks good. The one that's on the SNES. It looks it, okay. You, it would be. It, it looks it like would they be just the ripped off the. Expect. They ripped off the Alien Three game. Is what it reminds me of. They they did. So it looks like they didn't. They did a side scroller instead of. I, I heard there was a lot of internal problems with the teams because one team on the SNES version, the original one we talked about earlier, you know, one was in charge of doing that first person part. Uh, and then the other team was in charge of doing, you know, the regular stuff. And the the first person part was just such a different game. Yeah. And it just, it was hard marrying those two. And it's like here, they just said, bump all that. Let's just do a, you know, a side scrolling alien thing like we always do. And let's just get this thing out here. Yeah. It's a, it's a real mixed bag. Um, yeah. My understanding. I didn't play it this week, so I, I can't tell you. I didn't play it back then. But to me, it looks, it looks like, fine. especially holding these upper bars and stuff. This is Alien 3 rip. Yeah, Grant can't do that. Jimmy Grant, yeah. come on. Grant can't do that. Who is this? Is he supposed to be Grant? Who yeah, is that who is that? Be? I don't even know. Maybe that's Malcolm. Maybe that's nah, supposed can't to be. be Grant. Because his hair's dark, so maybe that's Malcolm. Yeah, Grant ain't got that kind of body strength. Yeah, but Malcolm did. Well, yeah. he laid around with his shirt open. I don't know if that means anything. No, he looked pretty flexy to me. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, chaos. Uh, 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 chaos. Uh, <laughs> it is yeah. called The Chaos Continues. You might be right. I think I might be right. Hold on. There might, might be, be a description right. here. Uh, one year after Dress Bar, John Hammond, blah, blah, blah. Uh, doesn't say who the. Jim Jam oh. Flimmy Flam. They send Doc, sends Dr. Alan Grant to aid the team. That's him. It's Dr. That's Grant. That's not my Dr. Grant. No, that's effed up. I don't like Dark that Dark-haired Dr. No-hat got upper body strength using 
friggin' uh, automatic weapons. That's not my Dr. Grant. Well, let's ask all these uh, folks at home. Did you play these games? Did you like them? Do you have some strong memories of what was going on in the Jurassic Park uh ethos at the time we'd love to hear from you uh the the two email you sent us an email that's a real good one do play retro show at gmail.com or you can send us a text 801-471-0462 destroy it (laughs) brian it's time to play i guess my game you know the drill you know how it works my game uh well yeah and then you got to guess mine actually you start with guessing mine so f off oh okay Okay. uh i'm going to give you a date i'm going to give you a platform and i'm going to give you the company who made the platform and that's all you're going to get, but you'll have three questions to ask me to try to narrow down what this audio, what game this audio goes to. If you can do that, then you can be this week's winner. All right. So here goes. What if I don't get it? Then you're effed. You're just effed. Okay. Okay. Uh, This might be a little loud. Let me turn this down. Okay, here we go. that music is the dead giveaway but yeah it's, it sounds good. very familiar um you, it is definitely a game boy color game because we talked about yeah so it's you a 1999 game boy 19 color. oh i should have mentioned 1999 game boy color okay. yeah 99 Feels like it which is wow, weird because i i always thought game boy color was way before 99 but nope this is definitely yeah. the time no no that's that's about that's about right I think ideas? I got my Game Boy Color in 2001, and it's been out for a little while. Not not terribly Dude, long time. I love, long my, love my yellow Game Boy Color. I loved it. Yeah, I, of course, the transparent uh, purple. I don't know um, where that shit is now. I don't know where it is. I can tell you where I'll be playing them games now, though. <laughs> this is the, right. I'll this be is always on the this first here question device right here. All right, go ahead. This is always the first question I ask if it's uh, if, if, if when it's a Nintendo game. Is it a Nintendo property? It is a Nintendo. Is that your is that your legit? Yeah, yeah, question? yeah. Is it like Nintendo developed inside a Nintendo in-house? property? I'm going to say yes. Is it? It is a Nintendo IP. Okay, all right. But they didn't. I will help you by saying they didn't make it with an internal studio, but they used okay, a studio yes, they do yeah. all the time for stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm looking in that area. I got you. Right. Uh, anything else? What else you want to know? Oh, did you hear that part? That was me capturing, and I, I had a glitch. I was going to say, is that a glitch? Um, Here it goes. Is it some type of sport? <laughs> That's really nice. annoying. Nice. Uh, is it some kind of sport? Yes. Hmm. It is some kind of sport. Okay. It's one of our IP people. IPP? It is a sport. You go IPP? I'm not hearing what he's doing though. I, it doesn't oh, here, sound like you... anything. It doesn't sound like anything fast like tennis. It's definitely not. Oh, here's here. Let me play that part again. Okay, that is a, definitely an action in the game that you just heard. Is that Mario driving an ambulance? Uh, Incorrect. <laughs> that was one of your answers or one of your things. No. Wait, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Mario Golf? Oh my gosh, he did it! Uh, it is Mario Golf. Mario Golf is my favorite Game Boy Color game. Yes. And it was developed by Camelot Software. Camelot! Camelot! You accidentally gave this away earlier when you said you've been playing the shit out of it. Yeah, I do love this game. <laughs> machine. I, was I like... did give it away. I put up some screenshots yeah. on Twitter as well, which is probably a mistake. But uh, there are two... Uh, this is my favorite game on the Game Boy. And the reason it is is because it's just got a ton of depth there's a whole campaign mode where you do a big story and golf is just a part of it 
and you're competing and you ultimately want to play with Mario, but you can also just hop in and play some games as Mario or Luigi if you want. Um, it was the first of these games to happen. Although, my, that sound, I got to kill that. <laughs> it's, uh, and this, this is your game capture, right? It's no, like, this is somebody else, oh. isn't it mine? Okay. Um, <laughs> what's funny is the game, uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Oh, I was going through the locker room in the game. Yeah, and yeah. I opened up these lockers, and it says like, "Oh, it's Baby Mario's diaper. That stinks!" And they shut the oh, door. Gross. And you open another one, it's like, "Oh, here's Koopa. One of the Koopa kids left his socks in here, or something dumb." Well, I opened one of them, and it said, "Here's the N64 version of Mario Golf." And I oh. went, "Wait a minute, did these come out like the same time?" And I guess they would have, right? Um, I think this was the portable version of what the. To me, they're oh, it's not good. connected, but they're obviously connected in time. Right. 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 Um, but anyway, uh, it has a, this great story mode. It has all this fun stuff to do. I love it. I love it. I love it. This is toilet time for me in the 90s, the late 90s, early aughts. Uh, I was working somewhere at the time where I could just like, I'm going to lunch, and I would just sit yeah, and play this. They'd be hearing you going. Yeah. <laughs> they hear me whacking balls in there. Here's the thing. The music, <laughs> the soundtrack in, the in there, you couldn't turn the music off. So you right? had to just groove on that horrible music the whole time. <laughs> Anyway, I love it. It's worth playing today, and it plays great on the Ambernick, I should say. Love it. I'll just um, try it out. I'll load it up tonight. Yep, it's really good. Uh, Mario Golf. And Mario Golf GBA is also extremely good. So um, I don't it know why so I prefer. Good. I think I prefer this one. There's just a simplicity to it right. that I appreciate. Um, I'm down with that. That's really good. Anyway. All right, that's mine, Brian. Let's play yours. What do you? What uh, year? All that stuff. What do you got here? Uh, so th- this year is uh, nineteen ninety-five Sega Genesis. Yep. Sega Genesis. Here's your audio. Definitely Genesis. I can tell that. Oh yes, so Genesis. I have learned to love that sound. Yeah. Oh, what we got here? <laughs> this is the part you where you would know it or not. This is banging. Oh, is this that green blob game? Ah, yes. Um, like I said, I did, that's the reason why I waited so long before I played that part, because once you hear that part, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, but what's it called? But what's it called? Is it have the word slime in it? It does not. That's your first question. Does it have... <laughs> I can't remember this. Uh, <laughs> hold on, let me think about it. It's like goo or something. It's like the goo. <laughs> the goo. The glop. The, gl- <laughs> the, the glop. The glop. The glop. The glopidopitis. The. The. Are you asking? No, I'm. I'm trying. I'm sussing it out. Oh, okay. Okay. Does it start with the letter? Oh, does it start with the letter O? Yes. Ooze. The ooze. The ooze nailed it. Oh, whew, look at us both today. We both nailed it today. Holy yes. shit. We got it right. The ooze is cool, man. That game is rad. 
That game deserves more credit than it gets because it's yeah. very strange and rad. It's a fun game with like yeah. weird physics that didn't seem possible then and all that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the ooze is cool. If you guys haven't seen the ooze, go check it out. It's rad. Yeah, it's a your green blob. Ooh, is gro- ro- rolling along the floor, a top-down kind of game, and just, I mean, just taking everybody out with so your I, ooziness. So I remember in the 90s thinking the Super Nintendo, every time I'd hear the sound out of a game, I'd go, oh, man, that's so good. Yeah. What a great sound chip. And I would hear my Genesis do it, and I'd go, man, it's not this good. It's just <laughs> no, it's But now I prefer okay. that weird-ass Genesis sound. I just do. Yes. Love it. Love it. Can't get enough of it. All right. Uh, well done. That was fun. I always enjoy that. Welcome to the Treasure Room. Hey, hey, look who, uh, what we got here. We got some feedback from listeners, you know, questions. Ooh, feedback. If you will. Uh, these are texts, both of these. Brian from Kansas City sent a text to 801-471-0462, and he says this, just finished the Frogger episode. Oh, good episode. Yep. Be sure to check out an episode of the Frogger Game Show on Peacock. What? Brian from Kansas City. I've never heard of this. I never heard of it. Frogger Peacock. We're going to look at it right We're like, going to learn now. I like. The, I had the Peacock, and I like the Frogger. Um. Okay, I'm hitting Never play. This is a Peacock original. Oh, it's a Frogger shit. So what do they do? Play Frogger? Uh, like real people? Well, here, I'll play the audio. We'll see if we get in trouble here. I don't know. Oh, it is. The it's real people playing real Froggers. It's now the greatest showdown on TV. Oh. This so it's is kind of like Wipeout. Well, it's one of it's the Wayans. Like Wipeout with Frogger. Yeah, it's one of the Wayans brothers uh, host co-hosting. But you jump... Yeah, it's a live action like people competing, jumping through Frogger shit. Yeah, it's like it was like Wipeout, but with Frogger stuff, right? That, that's cool. We need to watch this. Yeah, I like this idea. And this is good. Thanks for turning us onto that. I didn't never never even think. What is this even? How did how did I miss it? This was a year ago, September 9th of last year. I've never yeah. even heard of it. Never it looks did. like fun. All right, we'll go back. We'll look. Thank you for that. Who who suggested this? This was uh, Brian. His name is Brian, like your name. Brian from Kansas City. Thank you, Brian. Here's one from JR. JR says, I just finished listening to the Twisted Metal episode. I just thought the game Vigilante 8 deserved an honorable mention. It was actually a very good Twisted Metal clone. Thanks, JR. Agreed. Agreed. And we were going to mention it, uh, and we just didn't get around to it. We didn't have time. We we discussed it uh, uh, privately, but yeah. We didn't discuss PS1. Well, I think N64 had it too, but um, let me see if I can find this for chat to look at. I think we do have Aww. some video. Looks like yeah, Frogger only lasted a season. Oh, boo. 2001. I bet we could still catch it though. Man, we still oh, my gosh. Vigilante 8. I did like this. You know what? They they took the formula and just kind of made it a wee bit. Oh, better. yeah. Vigilante 8 is good. That's good stuff. It is good. It didn't get the, yeah. I didn't get the recognition it deserved though. Yeah. Um, you need to play. Did I tell you on the, maybe I didn't talk about on the show, but there's a new Warhammer 40 K game called speed freaks, which is in, uh, currently in, uh, alpha open test mode or multiplayer right. testing. And I spent a few hours in that already. I got and pixel it, gun or whatever it was. What was it? Pencil pixel gun. Warhammer pixel, uh, no gun pixel. Oh, 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 oh gun. bolt gun. That's an awesome game. Bolt yeah. gun, bolt gun. That's yeah, it. That game rocks. Um, but anyway, this this new racing game, it's a bunch of orcs racing each other. Not racing, but it, they're basically, it's Twisted Metal. 
but in a modern engine with like all the it's, it's what i've been wanting it's so cool right. so go check it out speed freaks on steam it's so freaking cool it runs on my steam deck and everything it's great love it uh which is weird for an alpha test i'm not used to that stuff working um anyway, You're alpha. there you go everybody i hope you enjoyed that hey check it out you know what we're talking about next week wolfenstein yeah, that's right. The early years. Castle Wolfenstein, 1981. 1984's Beyond Castle Wolfenstein. And 92's Wolfenstein 3D DLC Spear of Destiny. Oh, la, 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 la. Oh, la, la, la. And, and none of that, uh, none of that uh, uh, Activision Bethesda stuff just yet. Maybe that'll be in a future episode. But this is going to be the old Wolfenstein. Oh, this is old shit. Yeah, the 81, 84 stuff, especially... A lot of people don't yeah. even know that stuff exists, but you know, yeah. Wolfenstein 3D and Spirit of Destiny, Id, Id doing their thing. We all probably played that. That was the precursor, precursor to uh, to Doom and um, changed the world, really. So I played so much Return to Wolfenstein. I played so much of that. Episode. Oh, hell yeah, like, oh dude. My God. I just couldn't stop. I loved it. My, I bought, I upgraded to a 386 for this reason. Yeah. I didn't need, I didn't need that computer until Wolfenstein came out and I was like, oh That's no. Right. My 286 will not oh, handle no. this. I will buy a new 386 with two megabytes of RAM. And, and just to let you know that the the current uh, the IP uh, owners of the Wolfenstein uh, uh, IP there is discussing and they're hiring some people. And it sounds a lot like a new thing. A new Wolfenstein. Yeah, Wolfenstein 3 is my guess. They, they, yeah. they had an amazing. So New Order was amazing. Well, I can't remember what came after that, but that was also right, good. It's, it's last thing the release was like 2019, right? Is that the uh, yeah? And that one? was a bad game, though. That was that yeah. was the one with the sisters or the the daughters. That that was not right. a good game, not because they were his daughters, because the game was just shit. But the prior two games, especially New Order, amazing games, really good. Right, right. Uh, I would be very happy to play another Wolfenstein modern game. That'd be fine with me. Mm-hmm. Sign me up. Boy, they got clipping issues with this freaking Vigilante Eight business i'm just looking at this video and this the sides of the screen are constantly drawing in now is that wonder what they were capture that on is it like uh didn't didn't vigilante 8 like make it to like iphones and stuff isn't that like a, did it i don't know i, I didn't know I, that i can't remember i think i yeah i think it's yeah i think you can download it for the uh, i thought oh, this one-off like playstation n64 and done I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm thinking of something that's like Vigilante 8. Uh, vintage, uh, Vigilante 8 classic iPhone. Uh, let me see. But man, I the pop I played it on there. The pod, the peripheral pop in on this. Oh, right. It's some bullshit. <laughs> anyway, uh, that'll be next week. We're going to talk all about the Wolfenstein retro years. I'm actually very excited about that. And I would like to thank a patron for making this show possible and for even that new pop, oh. uh, uh, topic being possible. His name is Vanderson74. He signed up on our Patreon, patreon.com slash play retro and did it just here recently. Huge thanks to him and everybody who supports us each and every week on our Patreon. You'll never get commercials. You get pre-show content every single week and you get monthly benefits. They are only yours if you sign up to our Patreon. Yeah, you're about to get a whole heck of a lot more. If you guys have been hanging out with us with the Amber Nick RG uh, 35XX and the Mi, uh, Mi U Mini Plus, I'm about to make some uh, videos for that for patron uh, supporters to kind of uh, help some of you guys along and hopefully uh, get you where you need to be. Very and sexy. We're also Love doing uh, we're also doing a new thing. Scott started doing this past weekend. We haven't I haven't finished setting up yet, though. Yeah, we're well, doing we a little short, that yet, the, little short videos once thing? in a while. That's all we'll say. It's uh, we call yeah. them blips. They're called play retro blips. blips. There's one up on the uh, YouTube channel right now. Go to frogpants.tv to see it. And that's and, for uh, all. 
Uh, yeah, it's fun. I talked. Uh, I talked briefly about some stuff, but the point is, you know, a little extra here and there. We don't mind because mm-hmm. you guys support us and help us out. All right. Yeah. So keep that coming. Uh, that'll do it for us. Play retro show at gmail.com is our email address. Uh, you're encouraged to use that on the frequent. Uh, but even more importantly, we'd love getting texts from you. 801-471-0462. Play Retro Show on Twitter. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for the rest of you. We'll see you next week. If you like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. You'd be in a really bad mood.